Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of El Governor of the Podcast. I'm Abdullah, and as as always, with me is me. <laughs> Get used to him, people, because he's going to be the new co-host. So until we find someone better. <laughs> until we find someone, yes, until we find someone better. Or blonde. But, uh, I heard a doula likes the blondes. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> um. Okay, awkward silence. <laughs> awkward silence. <laughs> like, not even 33 minutes and uh, 33 seconds into this, and we're already like, awkward silence. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, we want to talk about Toy Fair. Have you heard of it, Xavier? Have you heard of Toy Fair? Oh, Toy Fair. Isn't that the thing where uh, you toy with people and it's fair, all is fair? Nope, it's a convention where a lot of these toy companies show their products for the next upcoming year. What? In advance. <laughs> that sounds so nerdy. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, who collects fucking toys? I don't want any fucking I toys. <clears throat> I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yes, please ignore all the Transformers in the background. Please ignore those. <laughs> they talk to me. Anyway, because there's a lot of stuff from Toy Fair, we're just going to talk about our favorites, because there's a lot of shit to talk about, and if you want to look through all of it, just Google Toy Fair 2013, and you'll you'll see a lot of pictures and all that stuff, but I want to, I just, I've, I've been looking at these pictures all day, and I just picked all my favorites, and I'm just going to talk about my favorites, so if there's something that I miss out, that means it's shit, and it isn't worth my time. Or he's just biased and he doesn't like Marvel. <laughs> no, I like Marvel. Shut up. I mean, I like to... Uh... You like to rag on it. I know that. <laughs> Come on. I mean... You... Oh, fucking Dan Slott. <laughs> Not I'm a sorry. superior Spider-Man fan? Oh, God. Especially with the new stuff I've been reading about that. It's like, oh, you know, Peter's ghost is haunting Locke's memories or some shit. I don't even know what the fuck's going on. Nor do I care. <laughs> What's happening with Batman? What? He stopped an orphanage from being set on fire? I love Batman. <laughs> oh, come on. At least at least Batman's getting critical acclaim. This, this shit isn't getting <laughs> anything. No, but it is building a fan base. What, bitch? Okay, moving on. Um, toy Fair. <laughs> toy Fair. Uh, fucking. God damn it, Xavier, stop making me go off topic. I'm like, oh, you know, we're going to talk about Toy Fair, and then you bring up comics, and I'm like, oh, comics. <laughs> Which are part of Toy Fair because of the toys. Yeah, I know, but still. Anyway, my favorites. I'd have to go. First of all, I want to talk about. Uh, the Breaking Bad stuff that Mesco uh, put up. I thought that was hilarious. Mesco, like, yeah, no, they're geniuses for doing this. The, the ultra cutie, like, big bobblehead type bodies. Love it. Oh, and I love that. Oh, they made they made Walter. Uh, finally, we can finally have a Walter White action figure. I can be a fucking meth dealer and ruin my life. Dude, this is genius. I love you, Mezco. This is so adorable. Can you imagine, like, you remember Toy Fair magazine at all? Oh, yeah, I remember those. Uh, and you, they used to do Twisted Toy Fair Theater? Oh, yeah, I remember that. 
Can you imagine if oh, – it's so sad because they don't publish anymore. They went out of business. But if they still were around, they could have done a Twisted Toy Fair Theater Breaking Bad with these figures. Yes. I mean, because – oh, my God. I mean, they made two versions of Walter Wright. They got the one with the chemistry uh, outfit and the uh, Heinsberg uh, one with the hat and the, yeah. and, the, and the sunglasses, which is fucking awesome. <laughs> It's so it's so ingenious at how, at how wrong it is for being so cutesy. <laughs> I am the danger. I am the one who knocks. <laughs> Dude, you know what? If they come up with a little play set to scrape up a, a completely disintegrated body set, that would have been great. Oh, oh my god. Or hiding. Quick, you have to hide all the money. Hide it in, in the washing machine. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see Lego Breaking Bad, okay? I want oh, to see dude, Lego yes. Breaking Bad, where he hides the money in the washing machine, buries the money, calls Je- Jesse a retard. <laughs> Jesse keeps saying bitch over and over again. Oh, there, God. There's a, there's a, there's a place where it's just uh, a hallway and a little bucket of jello, and your character, your little Lego man got scrapers. <laughs> oh, yes. The Jesse we have to cook set with them in the hazmat suits cooking mess. Oh god. Visit to the doctor because you think you got cancer. <laughs> oh my god. These these are awesome. I, I love these the the bobbleheads, the action figures. Okay, yeah, they lack articulation, but who fucking cares? It's Walter White. Why wouldn't you the, the answer is why wouldn't you buy this? This this is just Tapping the vein, scraping the surface, however you want to do it. This is just the beginning. This is kind of like how Dexter had his few figures come out, and they were great, and people were demanding playsets and never got them. <laughs> really? Yeah, well, it's because, you know, Dexter's such a mature product, and they were just putting out figures for, like, the adult collectors. But people were like, dude, we need playsets now. Can we get, like a like, a disposal room where you just drop plastic sheets and you got a little table for a body and some lights and everything, and... It never went anywhere. It was it was like an <laughs> online campaign to get it made, but nothing happened, and it was such the biggest letdown. <laughs> okay, now that's the one. The, that's uh, one thing I really liked about Toy Fair. It's the Mesco Breaking Bad stuff. And moving on, uh, NECA, as always, great stuff with the Pacific Rim figures. The I love the robot designs. I was curious to see how they were going to look at less figures, but oh my god, they look so awesome. Mm. I, I love the one with the with the uh, wings and the and the blades. It reminds me so much of a Gundam. <laughs> it really does. Yeah. I mean, if you look the blue one with the with the wings and the and the blades that come out of his wrists. Yeah. Uh, that that really reminds me a lot of a Gundam. And oh yeah, no, I, I was sorry. Go ahead. I was I was really curious to see how that they were gonna uh, do this, but they look really great. I mean, Neca. They are the best when it comes to detail and quality. They they leave nothing out when yeah. it comes to their figures. I think they had some artistic license to do some homaging uh, to fill in the gaps of like the continuity or uh, the universe, as it were, of uh, Del Toro's Pacific Rim. Because I'm I'm pretty sure they're going to mention in that movie when it comes out a whole bunch of robots that you're never going to see. You know, just as like background filler. So <laughs> it's it's going to be like Star Wars syndrome where exactly. a character is a character's in the background but he gets a figure and it's like oh, right. really it's just like <laughs> oh shoot it's it, uh, what is it like you know how like Biggs and Wedge became the the go-to guys in Star Wars like your 
like your two henchmen from uh, the the Venture Brothers, Mothman. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, uh, hench- hench- henchmen uh, 24 and 21, wasn't it? Wasn't that right? Henchmen 24 and 21? Oh, maybe. I, I don't remember their number. 14, 40? Oh, fuck it. It sounds like I'm calling out football plays. <laughs> and you're still upset about the the your team losing. So. I'm, I'm getting I'm slowly getting over it because now we're we're segueing into baseball season, so that's cool. But anyway, what Nick is doing, genius. These guys at first when I saw them from like just the little thumbnail, I was like, it's a blue and it's a red rope. Fucking hell, is this another Rock'em Sock'em Robots movie? <laughs> and then and then I like I got a closer look and it's like, oh, it's the neck of figures. Oh, and they're, okay, I see what they're doing. And then that's the thought that comes to mind. Are they just going to be doing, like, you know, this is the, these are the background characters that never get mentioned. They're just filling them in. Cool. I like that. Because that means they get artistic license to do, if this takes off, if this movie is as genius as I really hope it is, they can do as many figures as they want them. And they can do homages to, like, Gundam and Dexter's Lab and Transformers and all manner of anime. Because this would literally be the doorway into making American Mecha based on, like, Mecha. Yeah, I mean, this is, like, the first Mecha movie that's made in America. That is pretty much, like... Yeah, it, it's pretty much, like, an homage to, to, to Gundam and the Godzilla movies, but... Mm-hmm. It's done... It's done so well. Like, I love... I usually don't watch trailers, but I watched the trailer for this... And it just looks awesome. It looks great. I know. And for fuck's sake, they got GLaDOS. Come on. Yeah. They got GLaDOS. Come on. Like, what more do you want? (laughs) Just a little bit of movie trivia for anyone who cares. Uh, Del Toro mentioned in an interview on Collider.com that the voice of GLaDOS will be in it, but it will not be as heavily filtered using that same robotic voice. It'll be slightly different. But still, that that's pretty nice that he he was such a huge Portal fan and he loved her performance so much that he got her to do lines for the movie. Oh, and in a giant robot movie, God bless you, Del Toro. Now we're getting Mecca from Neca, Neca Mecca. <laughs> yes. Um, another uh, the other Neca stuff I really liked was um, the Team Fortress Two stuff. <laughs> I, I'm like, God damn it! Finally, we're getting figures of these. I mean, Team Fortress Two. I'm like, I so want. I mean, I love Team Fortress Two. I think it's great. One of my favorite games of all time. And I always wondered, like, oh, I want a company to make figures out of these. I want a company to make figures out of these. And finally, NECA finally has done that. And oh god, I I so want these. They they look so nice. Who's your favorite? Medic. <laughs> Come on. I, I love the medic. all his bones. Anyway, that is how I lost my medical license. <laughs> I love... Meet the medic. That's my favorite one, and I love the medic as a character. I mean, not so much as a... as a, You know, when you play as him, but as a character, the I love the way he's written. I love his personality. I love the fact that he's just a, a complete mad scientist who they, who they entrust with their lives. Yeah. <laughs> For me, it's, it's always a toss-up because I find, you know, like... If I watch a video from Valve without any one of the characters, they, they swing to being my favorite right away. It's just like, oh, the spy. That's a hilarious bit. Although the sniper's got a good one. What? The scout just ran up and bashed the heavy in the head with a bat? I think I like him more now. Yeah, but I'm kind of disappointed that uh, they didn't show any new figures. They just showed the ones that are already in production. But they did show the packaging, which is uh, always nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, and, no, this is... This is lovely. 
Yeah. Still no medic. I want a fucking medic figure, goddammit. <laughs> well, you know, soon enough, these will prove way popular, especially with my buddy Max. So, if he doesn't buy them all, someone will. Uh, I will. Dude, I, I want the pyro. The pyro looks badass. I love the pyro. <laughs> Yeah, I gotta give it to the pyro. I think that's the. Uh, I think that's gonna be the. Uh, the best figure out of the bunch. Uh, I love. I like the demo man as well because he's a fucking drunken, drunken idiot, and he dabbles. Drunken. Scotsman. <laughs> yes, that ball of scrumpy. <laughs> <laughs> love this game. They're so well written characters. They're so fun. Like it's hard to pick just one favorite character. I know it really is the the. The dilemma of well, how do you pick a favorite child? <laughs> but if they make, did they make? Yeah, I think they made a heavy, and I I will be disappointed if the sandwich is not included with the heavy as an. Accessory. Oh come on, you know they got to do it. Yeah, I love the sandwich, sandwich. You know, there's at least going to be maybe like one thing where they say you know random wave chance. It's in a case bag that definitely one of these figures will include the sandwich. And they have to do two the two colors. They have to do red and blue. Yeah. Otherwise, what's the point? Or then for, like, New York Comic Con, they could put out the robot set. Oh, I want the ro- robot soldier. He's my favorite design out of all of them. I like the <laughs> robot soldier. Uh, but moving on uh, from NECA... Uh, Another stuff I really liked, which is you know, no surprise here, is the DC uh, collectible stuff. I really want that new 52, new 52 Joker. <laughs> he looks really well detailed. Creepy as fuck. Love him. Love him. <laughs> looks beautiful. It looks like another like almost NECA-esque uh, figure. Yeah, DC collectibles, uh, they're really good with the detailing. I mean, they might not be so well-known for the articulation, but the detailing, holy shit, man. Like, just just amazing. Yeah. The, the quality, the detailing that they that they do with these things. I mean, even with, like, the Injustice figures that they got, which are, like, G.I. Joe size, they're, like, three and three-quarter inch, they still look very well done. Like, yeah. for three and three-quarter inch figures, they look so well f- detailed and stuff. I mean, that's just amazing. I remember when uh, they did DC Direct was like how many years ago was this? Like when it, when it was during the Hush storyline that uh, Jeff Loeb wrote, and they were talking about yeah DC Direct is this new thing we're gonna do and we're gonna put out our own figures because we own a toy company. We're gonna put out our own figures of Hush and the very first figure ever of Jim Gordon. I was like oh, and they looked amazing because they were based on the Jim Lee art, and I salivated. And I felt so embarrassed over the fact that they were putting over a Commissioner Gordon figure, and I was like, I must have that. Oh, yeah, those are really nice. I mean, yeah, they were basically statues at the time because they they barely had any articulation, but they were worth it. They yeah. Were worth them. <laughs> I ended up only getting Hush, though, so still love that figure. I still, and I also love what they're doing with the Arkham uh, City license. They pretty much made every character except Hugo Strange at this point. Yeah, I actually have the Harley Quinn one. Which one? Uh, the the nurse one or the uh, no Arkham no the, City? yeah the motorbike the Harley Quinn. I, I'm not a big fan of the head sculpt on that one. That one the head sculpt on that looks really. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I use I, I say it works to the character's advantage just because of who she is. It works to her advantage. 
But they pretty much made like uh, everyone except Hugo Strange. I mean, they made uh, Deadshot. They made uh, Talia. Um, they made Raish. They made Azriel, a character who was only a cameo in the game. He gets his own figure. There yeah. you go. <laughs> well, you know, he does have his own fan base, so it's it's cool to see why they would do that. Just because the what was it, the Longest Night or the Darkest Night storyline from the nineties? It's like he still got fans from that. Nightfall, dude, yeah. where where Bane broke his back and he had to take over as Batman, and he went insane. <laughs> yeah, and he built that incredibly weird costume. <laughs> there is only one Batman, <laughs> and he was like incredibly malicious and malevolent. He was just like cutting people to ribbons, so close to death, and he's like, "I'm Batman," and then he was gone. <laughs> yes, it's like imagine Bruce Wayne with no morals, and you would get Azrael. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But uh, this one's a different version. Uh, this one's the newer comic version. But I do like the the DC uh, collectible stuff. It looks really nice, especially like Pandora. I I you know she looks really great, and yeah. I love the bop, the skull bot. I mean, yeah, it's just concept art. But I but if they're really gonna package her in that giant skull as <laughs> yeah. as as packaging, I'm gonna buy that. I'm gonna buy two of those just to keep on the packaging. Dude, you know who I really wanted to get, but I I'm just not ready to plunk down the money for it is like the foot tall dark side figure from uh, Infinite Crisis or like the new Infinite Crisis. Oh, oh, oh god, that one's just too expensive to to fork over money for. I'm, I just love how in, that's batshit insane big it is. It's like there's no reason for this to be big, therefore I must own it. <laughs> well, that but you gotta like fork over what like eighty bucks for that. Yeah, if if you're willing to pay for it. Yeah. Pay money for that? Come on, dude. <laughs> but anyway, moving on from DC, um, another stuff I really, really liked. I mean, I'm not a big fan of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but I do love Bebop and Rocksteady. They look amazing. I like they they nailed the characters perfectly. And now I just want a classic Krang and a classic Shredder, and I'm just gonna be done because that's I'm like, come on. I still. Dude, from from the very first animated series, I still to this day have my classics Krang in his giant mecha suit with his little Easy Bake Oven stomach that you can put the brain in. Oh, you bastard! I'm so <laughs> jealous. <laughs> I was just like, this this is a fucking toy right here. But I just love Bebop and Rocksteady. They look so well detailed, so well done. Obviously, this is made... I mean, this, this is what I like about Bandai. They can make kitty stuff for the little kids, and they can make, you know, detailed stuff for the collectors. And Bebop and Rocksteady look fucking amazing. I'm, I'm just blown away by how good, how amazing these figures look. <clears throat> yeah, no, it's, it's definitely showing that, um, that they're trying to separate themselves from all different generations of figures that come before. They, they've done the, the classic Eastman layered figures with the, with the really strange elongated necks and gray color schemes. And they've done, like, uh, you know, the classic cartoon series. And there's even been some, like, realistic depicted figures, but this is definitely a new direction in art style. Yeah, I mean, they look really great. I mean, and I but the problem is, and once these come out, they're gonna be a bitch to find, and you know, you're gonna have to hit up eBay, and they're gonna go for insane prices. I know that because mm-hmm. that's that's what happened with the classics uh, 
turtles. They they go for insane prices on eBay now, and that's oh, kind you, of a shame. Yeah, you mean when they re-release them in their their classics packaging? Yeah, then um, that was a pain. Good luck finding those, <laughs> dude. I they shell formed actually over where I live. Oh really? Yeah. That's kind of weird because they're sold out. Like every every uh, online retailer uh, place I go to to find these, uh, they're sold out. So. Well, I guess it depends on like what figures you want. But I saw I saw Splinter and who was it? Donatello, I think. Were some of the there were like four or five. I want to say four or five different characters that were just sitting around going nowhere, just nowhere fast. <laughs> uh, well, that's kind of. Weird because like I I understand Splinter because nobody fucking likes Splinter but you know the, the the turtle characters I don't know how Donatello of all people is still shelf forming yeah on. well his package was fairly beat up maybe it was because of that yeah well anyway uh, moving yeah. on I like to go to another company that I have recently become a big fan of and that's uh, Play Arts Kai. I recently started collecting these, and they are awesome. Like the level of detailing and the articulation that these that these guys can do with with figures is amazing. Like I'm just I'm just gonna go out there and say like they are one of my favorite companies of all time. Yes, not not all their figures are perfect. Yes, most of their figures are way too big. Like they're nine inches tall, but the level of articulation that they give them is amazing. And I wish like more uh more western uh toy companies would uh follow in their roots and I'm happy that they finally got the d c license because that the while I'm not a big fan of the anime look uh that they gave uh Batman and uh Wonder Woman and Green Lantern and Flash, the figures look amazing they look oh God, they look amazing. <laughs> So you don't like them? No, I love them. I I mean, I'm not a big you know fi- I'm not a big fan of stylizing the figures in anime, uh, you know, like an anime style. But like the way they did them, they look so amazing. I mean, Batman looks great. I don't know why he has a he has a samurai sword, but fuck it, I don't care. I'm not questioning this. <laughs> I actually I own a, a Kotobukiya Batman. From a from a toy show I went to a couple of months back. That's actually a uh, a, a samurai Batman, and I kid you not, chromed silver samurai armor, and he oh, comes with two swords. That is nice. Yeah. Maybe that's maybe that's the design that they were going for, but it looks it looks it looks great. Love it. Wonder Woman. Just, oh, look, finally we get a Wonder Woman figure that I can actually be proud of and actually want to purchase. She looks great, very well detailed, and Flash, I love Flash. I love I love the design of, of the armor that they gave him. It looks really well done. And he looks more like... Ro- he looks like what Robocop should have looked like in the remake that they're doing instead <laughs> of the crap that we... instead of the crap that we... that uh, mm-hmm. we're getting. <laughs> they do look good. Yeah, I mean they they look nice and and as always I'm a, I'm come on dude how can you not love Guile like how can you not like Guile from Street Fighter <laughs> they gave us another really well detailed figure of him and come yeah. on you know no, it's they, Guile it's Guile <laughs> they did I think they did the uh, the quintessential Ryu figure when they when they did the uh, the Street Fighter three figures 
like when they did that, I was just like, this is the best looking Ryu I've ever seen, and that's like one of my favorite all time figures. I love that figure. Do you own the new one that they released of Ryu? Yeah. No, I just have the old version. When it, whenever uh, Street Fighter Three originally came out, and they produced figures for that. No, uh, no, that was a different company. That was uh, Soda, I think it was. Was Soda it Soda? Toy. I thought it was Play Arts. I don't know, but the Play Arts, I, I love Play Arts. I mean, they they really, especially especially like uh, newest figure reveal, Sakura. Uh-huh. I <laughs> I was like I I was like yes, Sakura. God damn it! Uh, I I really like Sakura. She looks uh, uh, really well detailed, and I I like the fact that they kept her a secret. They only revealed uh, Guile and Ibuki in in you know previous months, and they kept her a secret. They like didn't they didn't tell you that they were making another uh, Street Fighter figure. We we had just thought that, that was going to be it, but they came out with uh, Ken and. Uh, and Sakura, and they both look great. They both look really well detailed, really nice, and I just, I just love them. They, they look great. I mean, yes, they're expensive as all hell, but I'm willing to pay the money to to have these on my shelf. Question. They look great. I have a question. What does she come with a removable shoe? <laughs> I doubt that. <laughs> I does, doubt does, that. does she have um, a giant clear fireball plastic accessory? Yeah, they do. They do have uh, giant uh, fireball uh, accessories that you can put on. Excellent. <laughs> For God's sakes, they gave Guile an alternate angry head and uh, the the sonic boom uh, thing that he does. I don't I don't know what the fuck that's called the the projectile that he does. Sonic boom. Yeah, the projectile or sonic boom, and it, I, I I don't know how that works. I. <laughs> don't know how that fucking works like just move your arms in a circle and you get wind science it's science <laughs> i don't i don't fucking know he's literally I, moving I, his arms faster than the speed of sound <laughs> but no it looks great i love these and i'm looking to shelling shelling out the money to pick these up because i know a good guy here who sells uh play arts figures and you know he can hook me up with these so <clears throat> Uh, all of them? Most of them. Like, not not all of them, but, like, I know... I got... That's where I buy most of them. I got the uh, Metal Gear Solid Meryl figure that they released, and she looks awesome. She's Ooh, fucking awesome. Like, one of my favorites. Who, uh, who was it from... I forget who it was, but it was during Metal Gear 3, or 4, I mean. Someone did a really badass Raiden figure that had all the clear plates on them. That was amazing-looking figure. Uh, was it the the twelve inch one? I think so. I don't remember the company that did that, but I think it was Medicom, maybe Medicom. Yeah, yeah, Medicom. Medicom was the one who did the who did the twelve inch Raiden figure, which goes for insane prices now. I know. So don't I, I don't saw. even don't even try to find it. No, <laughs> because, I'm, I I looked it up originally when it came out, and I was just like, this figure looks so beautiful. I mean, it was literally the the armor underneath. Like, leather armor, I don't understand the design. But then it was also, like, you know, you got your mechanical in there. And then it was all sandwiched in between these clear plates that he wore in the game. Like, it was, like, ceramic clear plating, and it was awesome. And speaking of Raiden, um, Player Sky is also doing the new version of Raiden 
in uh, what was it? The new Metal Gear game that's coming out, and I that looks amazing. Well, the black one anyway. I don't really like the red one. I I like the black colored one. The because I I have this rule: if you if you take any figure and you repaint it and you repaint it black, I'm I'm gonna buy it because black is sexy. Okay. Yeah, this guy. Uh, I just I fucking love that title too. <laughs> Revengeancers. <laughs> I don't even know what the how the fuck to pronounce it. <laughs> it's it's some weird Japanese take on a on an English word, but I I do enjoy writing anime hair and all for the fact <laughs> that like he's he's kind of like the more and I know it's a weird thing to say, but he's like the more realistic version of Cloud Strife. Oh, you mean uh, Cloud Strife, but with fucking balls? Yeah. <laughs> I like Raiden. I don't know why people give him a lot of shit. I mean, yeah, he's no snake, but, you know, come on. I no, like I him. Mean, he came from the man himself. I mean, seriously. Hideo Kojima was like, hey, I'm going to put out a new Metal Gear Solid 2 game. And uh, it's not going to have snake. And, of course, you don't know that until you, you get past the first 20 minutes of the game, and then all of a sudden it's about Raiden. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, Metal Gear Solid 2, while not my favorite game of all time, it, it was a lot of fun. I mean, I liked Raiden. I mean, he got a lot of good character development in the fourth game, and I'm glad that we're finally getting a, a solo Ninja Raiden game. He had the best fucking joke out of the entire series. Are you kidding me? Streaking around the base naked, doing cartwheels. <laughs> Uh, but I'm looking forward to that, and I'm I'm glad that Player Sky is doing uh, multiple Raiden figures. But I want the black one because that yeah. looks really fucking awesome. No, it does. I mean, seriously, his his uh, sheath for his katana looks like a shotgun. <laughs> oh yeah, good. And does he come? I think he does come with the uh, with the guns on his feet as well. I think those are you can attach those as well, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, like Bayonetta. <laughs> yeah. Same development team, so uh, you know, it's no surprise there. But um, yeah, those are my other favorites from uh, from uh, uh, Play Arts, and we're moving on to your profession, the Transformers. <laughs> I'm going to be uh, talking at great lengths about this later in another podcast, so I just want to get to the one that almost everyone probably knows about. Uh, it's probably going to be the two foot tall Metroplex. I am incredibly excited for this because Metroplex was actually my very first Transformer. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So, having this come out as possibly the biggest figure ever, I'm not entirely sure because I haven't yet checked. I should probably do that right now while I'm on the internet, but I should probably see how tall Metroplex is compared to Fort Max. But I am super stoked to have a new Metroplex figure as one of my all-time favorite Transformers. This is going to be ingeniously awesome to the max, yo. But um, but here's my question: how mu- how much do you think this is going to cost? Uh, uh, it's actually going retail price, which is amazing. And giving the standards that go into engineering a toy now, plus the size of the box when I looked at it, I'm going to say anywhere from 100 to 150. 100 is pretty good, but you know, 150 is kind of uh, kind of steep for, yeah. uh, for this. I understand. No, I completely understand. I'm, I'm gonna... I mean, I, I, I'm willing to to fork over the hundred bucks for this as opposed to the hundred bucks for the Omega Supreme one that they released recently. I think that's that's way too much of a price to ask for Omega Supreme of all of all characters. 
It's going to be uh, some assembly required. Some assembly required, so that way you have to uh, do a little bit of yourself to save on some of the engineering costs. But I think it'll be well within the $100 range. So, I uh, like... Oh, okay, so it's like a kit, like where you, where you have to put put it together? Uh, not a kit, but you know how in the early days if you bought something like... Um, like, let's say, what, what else is on this list here? A good example would be Castle Grayskull. Castle Grayskull is not going to come to you completely assembled. It's going to be... Oh, 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 so it's like old school, where you, where you if you buy a playset, you have to, like... Snap put, put it together. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, okay, that's interesting. I'm that, assuming that's, that's what's going to happen, because I, when, I uh, when I watched the video for it, I was just like, dude, for, you know, not for Max, uh, Metroplex, yeah! And the dude was holding up the box, right? And he says, this is the box... And this is what the box looks sideways. And I was like, that's kind of thin for that figure. I'm assuming you have to put some stuff together. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure like it comes uh, in pieces and you have to put them together. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure in, in the box if they're going to fit that. If they're going to fit that giant monstrosity in, in that little box, they're going to have to take it apart. Yeah. So that that's which, really... Uh, which, is, which is great as well because you can reenact battle scenes and have his limbs fly off, which is always a plus in my book. <laughs> I'm more interested in the the giant red gun he comes with. Oh, yeah. Well, that's kind of interesting. The thing that's going to kill me, though, because I don't know if they're going to do it. They probably won't. It's really going to be a disappointment. But uh, the old G1 version of Metroplex, he had a partner that was made completely out of Metroplex's guns, called uh, Six Gun. And I don't think they're going to do it this time. Oh, yeah, he had he had the little Target Master, didn't he, where, where it, it turned into his weapon? Uh, no, no, it was literally six guns. Metroplex came with six guns, right? And a couple of accoutrements that were supposed to be, like, plates or armor pieces that you put on his city mode to make him look a little more city-ish in some respects. But basically, it was a, a chest plate and six guns. Now, the six guns, they formed uh, the arms, the legs, the head, and another gun for a gun made of guns to hold. <laughs> Overkill? What's that? <laughs> right? So, he basically had the most ingenious little partner called Six Gun, who was literally made of guns. And I don't think they're going to include it this time with uh, with this new release of Metroplex. He has a gun, and it's red, just like his old style, but it's definitely not made of six guns. Yeah, I don't think they would they would have the budget to to uh, to do that. Yeah, it especially looks like... if, especially if the figure is going to be like some assembly required type thing where you you, you have to put it together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they don't have the budget to do that. <laughs> Although it is it is a nice, pleasant surprise. It's still a triple changer. Love it. Now the only thing I'm, I am kind of concerned about is that skinny ass waist. Oh yeah, because I heard a lot of people complain about uh, Bruticus, his waist being kind of fragile, mm-hmm. and you can you can actually break it if you if you're not too careful. Yeah. So I hope to God this is not the case with with the Metroplex. Cause yeah. If that's the case. Oh. Oh, God. He's, it's, what? Why does he have such a skinny waist? I want it more like the Fall of Cybertron version, where it was literally the waist 
was like formed with the chest and it wasn't all Barbie doll where all, the chest is all like one separate piece. It's like, you know, solid all the way through, like in Metroplex from Fall of Cybertron. The Fall of Cybertron model is actually a really genius looking one. It looks like perfectly balanced. This one. Oh, fucking hell. Oh, my God. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Don't agree. I know you live. But I'm still bored. It's got a whole bunch. And if they're not going to put out a little six gun with them as well. Maybe they will later, or maybe even third party. I don't care. I, I'm just really excited to have this. Yeah, sorry, you you cut out. Um, can you repeat what you were saying? Because you, you kind of cut out there for a, for a second. All you got to know is, is I really want this. And I, I want a six-gun add-on at some point. Do you think the third party is going to do like a six-gun add-on? Probably. Oh, they do, they do third-party everything. I mean... Just the other week, we were talking about, on the other podcast they do, we were talking about how uh, even the Energon Cubes, which is the classic staple of the G1 cartoon, transforms now into weapons. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, Metroplex, awesome. You know, if it's 100 bucks, I'm willing to get it, but if it's like 150 eh, way too steep to, to pay for a Transformers toy, especially for Hasbro. <laughs> I I understand your your reservations, but for me, uh, it's it's my one of my favorite characters of all time. So you know, price is a, price is an issue, uh, but it's flexible. It's flexible. Yeah, I mean, you know, it is it is what it is, and uh, yeah. Moving on to the other Transformers stuff, I I like Shockwave. <laughs> I, I you know I okay the Prime Line. Uh-huh. Like, the mainstream one, I mean, I'm not talking about the first edition ones. The first edition ones were great, but the mainstream one, not so great. Because, like, they don't really look show accurate. But then Shockwave comes along, and he's, like, so show accurate, it's it's crazy. It is insane how show accurate he is. And I, I love him. I, I, I really like uh, the, sh- the Shockwave because... Because um, he um, he's uh, well designed, very well detailed. Not a big fan of the uh, the beast armor. I think that's that's a little too much. But if it is removable, then that's great. But you know, if it's not, then that's going to be a problem. But I really like the shockwave. He looks really well, done, really well designed. Not a big fan of the alt mode. It's kind of, uh, but like the robot mode's great. It's like 100% show accurate. Love it to death. I think it it looks amazing. It looks really well. It looks really well detailed, and I'm willing to pay the 30 bucks for this guy. Mm-hmm. I love shockwave anything really. I mean, I'm not a big fan. Of, like I said, I wasn't a big fan of the armor. I mean, but if it, but if if it, it if it is removable, I'm down with that. Yeah. You know, if if the armor is removable, I'm down with that. But he looks 100% show accurate. Love him, love him. I just, I just love him because he just looks very show accurate, and, and I like that. I mean, like they actually, this this seems like Takara actually looked at at the at the character model and actually designed the toy. By looking at the character model, and I think that's really uh, that's really great. <laughs> Hoses—that's what matters. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> or in or in his case, Gatling gun really? uh, rounds. <laughs> that reminds me so much of that uh that Fall of Cybertron figure that came out. And he had the, the arm cannon that, that slipped yeah. off and revealed the triple barrel machine gun underneath chain gun. Yeah, that was really that was really weird. I understand that was like part of the game mechanics. It's like upgrade your weapon into something else. Okay. A little weird, but I I enjoyed it for what it was. I still like that figure a whole lot. Although they did yeah. they did really improve on it with uh, Fireflight. Oh, he looks great. I like. It's kind of sad when the remold looks much better than the actual uh, than the actual release. Really? No the uh, the remold. Love the color. Love the giant fuck off knife slash gun slash Buster sword. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I am the law. <laughs> <laughs> Smacked him with a fucking nightstick. Looks so good. Love it. But yes, uh, I am down for Shockwave anything. Uh, he's one of those characters I think it takes a whole lot to get really wrong. Even the uh, even the figure that wasn't released from the uh, Titanium series was amazing. They had a Titanium version of the character plan, which they never released, but his alt mode of a gun... Looked amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, even even uh, were, uh, even Dark of the Moon Shockwave that was a pretty meh figure for me. His design was no, his design was great. I just really missed you know the classical element of maybe his chest should have been one solid window. Uh, oh yeah. I understand, even though he didn't transform in the movie, because you can see it coming a mile away, because it's like, oh, what does he do in the movie? He just stands there and he doesn't transform into anything? Okay. Prime. I know. <laughs> nope. <laughs> but he still, you know, he still had the classic element of one arm is literally a weapon, and the other arm is just like this menacing claw thing. He really was just a zombie, like a fucking <laughs> Transformer zombie in the movie, but I was like, all right, you know what? I still like the design of the toy. Uh, what I'm, you didn't you didn't like the vagina mouth? You didn't like the vagina mouth? What the crab mouth? Yep. <laughs> Bitch, please. I was just I was like oh because that was the thing I was like oh my god Shockwave actually looks like G one and then the the, the close they did that stupid fucking close up scene where he opens his mouth and I'm like oh god damn it Bay. I know it's like I want to feed him krill. <laughs> Oh, God. He he was okay. I I was able to look past more of the elements than anyone else was because I know when you do a movie design, it's a one in a million shot. They're gonna actually look like what they're supposed to look like. Yeah, that's true. But you know, out of out of all the movie toys, I think he's well, not not really, but because I like Dark of the Moon, Dark of the Moon Megatron. He he's a lot of fun as a figure. I love that figure. He's mm-hmm. a lot of. <laughs> a lot of fun, but but Shockwave was great, and well, Shockwave was okay. Shockwave was okay in that line, but this this guy Prime Shockwave nailed it right out of the the park. Just just great, love him. <laughs> and Another the last purchase, yeah, last Transformer I'm going to talk about. It's it's surprisingly a repaint. <laughs> it's the Predaking repaint where it's all black and like I said if you repaint anything black I will buy it <laughs> is that some sort of jab at slavery <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> no 
No. No. <laughs> Waiting for an honest answer, Abdullah. No. Fuck you. <laughs> there it is. No, but I, I mean, I, you know, I like the Predaking toy, but I wasn't really too, too uh, crazy about the uh, orange plastic. I think I don't mind it, but the problem is, it's like it's way too light. It looks kind of, kind of Happy Mealish, if that's a word. I, no, I, I understand what you mean. It's maybe, maybe kidified. Yeah, way too kidified. But this, this looks like something out of, out of out of uh, something that I can be proud of to actually collect and put on put on my shelf. And it's like, all right, Predaking, looking badass, looking like he should be, this crazy black two-headed dragon. Yeah. I mean, that's, well, that's what I want. I don't want this fucking orange shit. Come well, on. Well, it looks like it's actually the reverse color scheme for the character, being the, uh, the guy that knows his stuff about this. It's the characters of Predaking, based on the Predacons, is actually supposed to be uh, a gestart. So he's supposed to be the combined form of the six Predacons, which, uh, and their color scheme is supposed to be the Halloween. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know he's, I mean, I know he's, I know his um, design, his color scheme, the orange is supposed to be an homage to uh, G1 Predaking when they, when they all combined. And this is the for orange. those audience out members that don't know <laughs> Abdullah. I'm setting up background information. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry, we had to talk down to the Step lesser. aside. Step aside. <laughs> Let the experts talk. <laughs> I love people listening to this. Like, what the fuck are they talking about? Fucking there is out. He does look. But go on. Uh, go on. Go on. He does sorry. look like the classic colors are still in place, which will appeal to people like me. But it looks like they just reversed them. So it's mostly whatever it was supposed to be orange is now black, and vice versa. It's kind of like a photo negative almost. So, do you mean this is Shattered Glass, Predaking? <laughs> <laughs> Silly, no. He's still a bad guy. <laughs> That'd be funny if, if Shattered Glass, uh, Predaking, was just an even bigger dick than normal Predaking. <laughs> if, he was, if he was Shattered Glass, like, they call him something like Preda Puppy. <laughs> Transforms into a little dog. That'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> He's basically a... Uh... Who would he be? He'd be Ravage. Yeah. Uh, but I really want to go to, to the other stuff that... I mean, okay, th these are the two I like, but the ones I'm still on the fence on are Blitzwing and Springer. Oh, the I'm triple tank. Kind of, yeah, I'm still kind of on the fence on those, because they're like, oh, you know... I don't know how I feel. Like, how do you uh, feel about them? You know, they, they look halfway decent, actually. I mean, they're better than the, the, the deluxes because the, the deluxes look like total shit. What the deluxe versions of these guys? No, the deluxe uh, line, the Orion packs, Megatron, and Bumblebee. Those look like, look like absolute dog crap. <laughs> yes, but these are Voyagers, which is the next scale up, and they they actually look like they got some love and care in them because um, there are some really big differences between their different alt modes. Yeah, I'm mean, I'm on I'm on the fence about them. I mean, I like Springer's robot mode, but I'm not a big fan of the 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 helicopter and the and the truck. They look kind of meh. Uh, I'm I don't not, know. I'm not too sure about the forward-facing rotor blades for Springer's vehicle mode. Yeah, that's kind of weird. But helicopter, it looks okay. Bot mode, it looks. Like it maybe it'll have a big old backpack. The thing that I'm wondering for uh, Blitzwing, 
for anyone who's ever owned the, the classics first release G1 version of that toy, the, the cannon barrel for that thing hung under the, the, the plane mode like a big old dick. <laughs> and as always, Blitz, with Blitzwing, the tank mode looks great, but the plane mode looks like ass. <laughs> Actually, plane, plane mode looks like Macross Frontier. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. And I like the tank mode, because the tank mode looks great, but the plane mode is just... Eh, I don't know. You gotta give and take. It's kind of like the same thing when they did animated, and... Oh, fuck fuck the plane mode on that toy. That to- that plane mode on that toy can go burn in hell. I thought the opposite. I thought the... <laughs> I thought the I thought the tank mode for for Blitzwing and animated it kind of more looked like you know a Command and Conquer tank for the Game Boy Advance than it did actually like an actual tank. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it looked like uh, the Metal Slug tanks that they used. Yeah, the exactly. <laughs> you know, they're short and stout, exactly like that. Yeah, and it, I wasn't a big fan of the missiles being bigger than the the tank barrels. Those are really stupid. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I'm kind of on the fence on those. The, the deluxes, I don't really care about them. I mean, they're wasted potential as always. I mean, god damn it, deluxe Megatron, really, really? Why couldn't he be a Voyager? God damn it! Oh, the self bomber. Yeah, looks awesome. Why couldn't he be a Voyager? Based on the old IDW design. Isn't that his current IDW design? Yeah, that's what he has now. Uh, um. I'm reserving judgment. I think it actually, the stealth bomber actually looks pretty fearsome. The bot mode actually looks pretty spot on. I like what they're doing with the uh, the weapon, the fusion cannon, uh, being just two halves of what looks like a sword sandwiched in between some energon. Yeah, but it's like it's way too small. You look at it in, in like the, the the scale pictures, it just looks way too small. Well, that's that's the problem for sure. I mean. Uh, Deluxe size figures are getting smaller. That's something current Transformers fans have been bitching about. But it looks good. I'm I'm gonna have to disagree. I like how it looks. And how about Bumblebee? <laughs> Bumblebee just looks weird. Which one? There's thirty of them. The the new deluxe one. Because Lord knows we needed another one of these. <laughs> I thought you meant the Bumblebee wings. Oh, God, no. God, no. That was just... For those of you that don't know, there's from... There's a, there's a like, what is it? Built to Rule Bumblebee or something like that with two giant swords and two wings. Uh, there's a new Dark of the Moon Bumblebee with add-on weaponry. Uh, there's a Bumblebee with rotor blades on his right wrist. Oh, Bumblebee, you're such a fucking whore. Really? Never used to be like this. <laughs> and who could forget the black Bumblebee from Dark of the Moon with the red eyes? <laughs> oh, that one release? Yeah. <laughs> that was just... No, that was... That was just... I, I looked at that and I'm like, God damn it, Hasbro, you really are desperate to sell these, aren't you? <laughs> there, there was a... God, that's right. Stealth Force Bumblebee or something like that? I don't know, there have been like 20 of these fuckers, and they all look the same. They all start to look the same after one point in time. Seriously, there's got to be a cool-down point. It's kind of like, you know, Marvel oversaturated us with Deadpool for the longest time. 
So there's it, got to. It, no, it's funny because like with Marvel, like Deadpool's is really popular character, but he has barely gets any fucking toys. That's the weird thing. And when he does, they're one hundred and thirty-five dollars. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but I will say the Marvel Select one is was actually pretty decent. I mean, there's just got to come a time where they say, calm the fuck down on bumblebees. We've literally ran out of yellow plastic in the world. <laughs> Never. They'll start making tens of fucking bumblebees. Like, you know, you fucking know that at one point in time, every new line that, that, that uh, Transformers comes out with, it's going to have a, a bumblebee in it. That's okay. just something... To expect, except at this point. Uh, at some point, when they run out of yellow plastic, they're going to say, hey, uh, all you Transformers fans, send us your Pyramidus from Power Rangers. We need yellow plastic. <laughs> send us that yellow, that yellow Asian chick who died in the car crash. Oh, that's cold. <laughs> that's cold, son. <laughs> oh, what? It was like, what, uh, 2001 a long time ago? Ten years too late. Was it too late? Talking to the dead. God damn it. Been dead since ten years, god damn it. Time to move on. <laughs> Although I do really like the one Bumblebee I will admit to really liking is the uh, the Beast Hunters Bumblebee that just came out. Oh, I want that. I, I hate the fact that I want that. I, I Every day I open up the Big Bad Toy Store page and I look at that and I'm like, it's 12 bucks. It looks badass, but it's Bumblebee. It really is unfair. It's like, why did you have to give such an awesome design to him? <laughs> uh, here's hoping that they repaint him blue and call him Hotspot or Hotshot or whatever. Blue, they're probably going to call him Glyph. <laughs> Glyph! Dude, seriously, that is unfair how, how awesome that thing looks. Yeah, I know, and they fixed the and they fixed the the joint issues with the shoulders. Uh, that, that just oh, it makes me mad. It makes me mad. It really does. It's like I want this, but it's Bumblebee. At some point, there's going to be a Bumblebee Prime. You know it. <laughs> Bumblebee, I have to move on. You're the leader now. <laughs> <laughs> or he gets his own spinoff series. Prime, I've absorbed the power of the Matrix. Time for my own time slot. <laughs> I will say the best thing about Prime Bumblebee is that he doesn't fucking talk. <laughs> I'm kind of wishing he would, because I'm kind of sick of the car voice at this point. <laughs> well, who knows? Who knows? Anyway, moving on to the last thing, the best for last. We saved the best for last. Hands down, my favorite toys that were revealed at Toy Fair 2013 are... The 1966 Batman figures. Holy shit! These things are awesome. <laughs> and I don't care what you say. Fan of uh, the old Adam West there? Yeah, I fucking love the Adam West series. Fuck anyone who says th that's terrible. I love it. Pow! Bam! Ziff! Skiff! I love it. It's just... Oh, and I love how they nailed the actor's, license, the actor's likenesses. The Penguin looks like Burgess Meredith. The Riddler looks exactly like Frank Gorshin. They're just so well done. <laughs> With a painted-over mustache? Uh, they didn't... They only revealed um, Riddler and uh, Penguin. So they what? haven't done... They haven't done Cesar Romero yet, which is a shame. So, uh, 
So, uh, what's your favorite version of Adam West's Batman? My, mine, personally, is the Hawaiian print yellow shorts and surfboard version. Yes! I want, I want that figure! God damn it, Mattel! Why, why do you hate me so much? It's just, it's just so awesome. That's just... That's just, like, surfing Batman. Just is, because. Is the, uh, is the helicopter and bat shark repellent spray far behind? Uh, if these do sell well, which I'm pretty sure they are going to sell well, they're they're probably going to do a shit ton of more, shit ton more of these. Yeah. But, but but I love these. They look so great. They. It's a shame we'll never get the series on DVD. But this is the best. This is the next best thing. Toy officially licensed merchandise based on the series. That's right. We yeah. never did get the series on DVD, huh? Yeah. <laughs> is this one of those things I never thought of? Yeah, because it's a whole legal battle where you know ABC owns the rights to the show, but Warner Brothers owns the owns the rights to Batman, and yeah. it's this whole uh, legal battle that's going on with them. This about whole, this. Yeah, it's a uh, it's kind of like the whole thing with Miracle Man rights for my comic fans out there. Going <laughs> on forever. <laughs> oh God! Now, n- now I know. The moment you mentioned that, they're like, "What the fuck are they talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> to, to Wikipedia. <laughs> Google that shit, people. Google that shit. It's already been settled, but it's kind of it kind of ends in disappointment because literally the worst thing you can do after winning a long legal battle is do nothing with it. <laughs> it's like yes, we finally got it settled. Does that mean that there's going to be a new series of Miracle Man out? Nope. Okay, you get to eat shit then. Wow, that was uh, that was a rough fifteen years worth of legal red tape you had to fight through. What are you gonna do now? What put out reprints of the classic series that no one gave a damn about? And yes, that's what they did. Yeah, I know they did that, but you know, that was nice. I mean, that was nice of them to actually re-release them in classic prints, but. But still, I know, but I was like, okay, so this is to catch people up, just in case they start publishing a new series, which they <laughs> did. It's, it's one of those marketing strategies where they're like, you know, we have this property, but we're not sure if people are going to be interested in it, so we're just going to release uh, the, the classic issues, and maybe people will buy them, maybe not really. Okay, they didn't do well. Well, fuck you, we're going to cancel that. <laughs> That'll be a great time to take Neil Gaiman out his word to start publishing new issues. God damn it, Neil Gaiman, get off your fucking ass and write this already. <sighs> I'm gonna go look at the Play Arts Kai stuff for DC. I'm pissed. <laughs> no, I'm pissed at DC as well. They canceled a lot of titles recently, and I'm pissed off at them as well. What they canceled? Like, they canceled. Uh, they they canceled Deathstroke, one of my favorite comics. Like they canceled that without giving it a chance. Canceled uh, the Ravengers, a book that they've been hyping up for God knows how long. It's like, oh, this is gonna be great. It's gonna be like just like Teen Titans. It's gonna be a spinoff book to Teen Titans. Canceled Firestorm. Canceled the 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 the, the princess chick from the from the Cartoon Network shorts. She just got her own series. Got canceled. God damn it. Uh, Starfire? No, the... the oh, I don't know. Fucking... Sword and Sorcery. Yeah, Sword and Sorcery. Okay. She's a character from 
something that she has her own shorts on Cartoon Network, and I'm thinking, wow, this is a great time to, to do a new series. And it's like, oh, they're doing a new series of her. Canceled after, like, six issues. God <laughs> damn it. Like, I'm pissed off at them. I really am. It's like, you're not giving these books a chance to to sell. You're just canceling, you're just, you know, canceling them to cut the fat. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry. I mean, that's just really fucking stupid. Especially like Hawkman. I mean, okay, yeah, Hawkman. You knew that it was going to ca- get canceled sooner or later, but still, give that book a chance. Like, find a good writer and you'll, you know, if you can find a good writer to write this stuff, people will buy it. You know, it's not that fucking hard. Apparently it is. <laughs> Come on, dude. Uh, but, I mean, I hate it when comic companies do that. It's like, you know, a book that just came out that's like only like seven issues long, canceled. And, and God God forbid it ends like on, a, on a fucking cliffhanger. That, that'd be really stupid. Just like Young Justice. Oh, you know, canceled. Yeah. Oh, God. It's like, yeah, Young Justice. Even though it's the network's fault because they're the ones who fucking constantly put that goddamn show on hiatus, even though the episodes were done in, like, what, a year in advance? We know the episodes were done. Yeah. We know the episodes were done. All you had to do was just fucking show them. I mean, goddamn it. Was it that hard? It's like, no, 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 we can't show them. We can't show them. We can't fucking show them. And now it's canceled. Good and show. Who's to- Good show. And- yeah, great show. I love it. Uh, but, you know, who's to blame? It's the fucking network. I mean... Yeah, and it also didn't help that Mattel really botched up on the uh, Young Justice line. That was a uh, horrendous fuck-up by them. I don't know. I thought Arrow, or what's her name, Artemis, had a really good set. Yeah, uh, but still, it really pissed me off. It's like, oh, you want to complete your team? Well, we're going to make Miss Martin and Superboy two-pack exclusive, and if enough people donate to our shitty website, you're going to get them. Not enough people donated, and they got canceled. Awesome. So your team, your Young Justice 6-inch your team, will forever be incomplete. <laughs> and that is why your life is a sham. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Um, Yeah, and that's about... Oh, wait. You want to talk about this one last thing, or do you want to save it for the other podcast that you're doing? Uh, what's it relate to? Transformers. I mean, what's you know the news? This... Okay, you you know I love Beast Wars, right? Mm-hmm. I do now. You know how... Yep, you know I how much of a bitch about Hasbro making Generations figures of about Beast Wars, right? Okay. Well, apparently they are, and it's a fucking repaint. <laughs> <laughs> it's Beast Wars Generations Megatron, which sounds cool on paper. But it's a repaint of War for Cy- Fall of Cybertron Grimlock with a new head. And the problem is the new head looks awesome, but it's wasted on this mold. It's like they were just so lazy. It's like, yeah, same toy with the same accessories, but with a new head. So that automatically makes him a different character. Fuck off. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fuck I, I, off. Have to, I have to agree. This is, this is just wasted. Not, not at all, not at all a good, not at all a good choice for the mold. I mean, yes, they're both T Rexes, but it just does not match. I mean, Grimlock is fucking Grimlock. There's no mistaking Grimlock for anyone else. Megatron from Beast Wars, totally different character. He's supposed to be the T Rex slash dragon. So 
right there doesn't work at all. If you wanted to impress me, you would have gone with like Predaking. Predaking would have been a much better choice. But they already have uh, Beast Wars, Beast Machines, Predaking. So no, no, I mean they have Predaking coming out now. Yeah. So they could do that with him. They, they could have done that with him. They didn't. It's I'm I completely agree. This is a lazy, lazy choice. And the problem is the head sculpt looks awesome. It looks really well done. It looks like Megatron. And and I'm like, wow, you put a lot of effort into this head sculpt, and you just wasted it on this. Mm-hmm. They could have done Dinobot. Dinobot would have fit much better. Yeah, I mean, and, and honestly, it would have, would have uh, been a lot better than that stupid Universe 2.0 figure. That was awful. And that figure was fucking horrendous. Of what, Dinobot or Megatron? The Dinobot one. With the the fact it was awful. I hated that automorph gimmick where you had to take both his legs and put them together, and his chest would always get stuck. <laughs> At least on my version, he his chest would always get stuck, and I would just just said fuck it. I'm just gonna leave him in uh, Velociraptor mode. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's, it's lazy. Someone needs to get fired over this. <laughs> and you know what the sad thing is? It's like. This is like a marketing strategy. It's like, you know, because this is Hasbro's logic. It's like, okay, if people want Beast Wars, we're going to make fucking Beast Wars figures, but they have to sell well. They have to really sell well. And if people don't buy this, which people aren't going to buy this, because why the fuck would they want to buy this when they already have Grimlock? Well, I'm going to buy it just because I'm a completionist. You know that. (laughs) Yeah. And it's kind of, it's you know, Hasbro, this would have been... But it will never leave the box. Yeah, you know, Hasbro, this would have been cool if Takara hadn't already showed us pictures of their Grimlock, which is much better looking. (laughs) I like this Grimlock as Grimlock, not as Megatron. (laughs) And you want to know what the ironic thing is? Both these characters were actually voiced by David Kay at one point in his career. That's true. (laughs) But hey, you know what? Cool thing for David. There's something for him to sign when you meet him at, at a convention in the near future. So, with <laughs> that, yeah, right. I'll just chuck the box at him and scream, "Judas!" <laughs> like, fuck you, man. I didn't make this. <laughs> It'd be funny if he looked at you and said, "I didn't fucking make this. Hasbro did." Me. <laughs> you have to. They have to hold me away. And I'm just screaming, "Judas!" Did you make this figure? No, man. It was Baby's kids. Baby's <laughs> kid. <laughs> Who's gonna get that? Who's gonna get that out there? Show of hands. <laughs> A lot of people are gonna get that joke. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure a kid made this. I'm pretty sure like a, a kid was like, "Hey, Junior, which toy do you like? I I like that one. Which head do you like? I like that one. Let's put these." both these two things together. I swear to God, when I first saw this, I thought it was a third-party thing. I honestly thought it was third-party, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool, you know, nice third-party head sculpt. What the fuck, Hasbro? Uh Are you you serious? It's like that dumb third-party Shockwave set where you take off Jazz's head and replace it with Shockwaves. That was just fucking stupid. Oh, oh, because of, uh, yeah. You know why they did that? Because at last year's BotCon, they had the uh, the Build-A-Figure uh, shop, or what was it? Like, how to build a figure or something like that. Their little, um, their little class where they say, this is how you do something differently. 
yeah. for how to paint a figure. And they were like, okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to take uh, Jazz and we're going to turn him into Shockwave. And that's why they did it. <laughs> so congratulations, Hasbro. You're the one teaching these people how to make how to make third-party figures. Basically. So who's, <laughs> so who's to blame, Hasbro? Who's to blame? You're teaching these people how to make third-party figures. God damn it. That's, You're that's... blatantly teaching them how to make third-party figures. See, it makes sense. <laughs> the cycle never ends. <laughs> just, now it makes sense. I'm like, oh god, really? I mean, I'm, I I just wondered like how how do pe- how do third parties come up with these things? And I'm like, yeah, these people went to to Botcon, learned how to make figures, and you know, put it to good use. <laughs> yeah, figure customization. That's what I was trying to say. Figure customization class. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Hasbro, you're the ones teaching these people how to make these figures. Don't get upset when you you know you don't allow them. You don't allow third-party stuff at your convention because you're the one teaching these people how to make them. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, this toy sucks. I'll probably buy it just because it's Beast Wars Megatron, and it's probably like the only Beast Wars toy we're ever gonna get for a while, which is a shame. But yeah, yep. whatevs. You know, I'll buy it and I'll put it in the box, and it's gonna stay there forever. <laughs> it's gonna stay there with uh, the. Uh, T T A T T. What was it? The Ender Skeleton from Terminator. Like yeah, I own. Yeah, I own the shitty Hot Toys one, and that and that thing will never leave the box because <laughs> I rem- I removed that thing from the box, and the the fingers were loose. The it came with nothing. I get, that's why I got it so cheap, and it was just a piece of crap. And I'm like, you know what? You're go you're going back in the box, and you're never coming out. <laughs> so it just sits there on top of my shelf in the box. Never to come out, and Megatron will be joining him. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the toys they came out with the Terminator movies, and I'm like, I'm not supposed to even see the movie. Really? Well, really? No, like Terminator Two had a huge push in toys. I was ten. I got a couple of the toys as a kid, and I'm like, I'm not even allowed to see the movie yet, and I'm getting shelled the merchandise. <laughs> there you go. It's like, kill a robot, R-rated movie, perfect thing for kids. Same thing with the Transformers movie. I mean, for fuck's sake, they, they made a figure out of that humping robot. It's like, really humping Megan Fox's leg? That's a perfect toy for kids. Oh, your dog does that. It's perfectly fine. <laughs> Racist stereotypes, but they're perfect toys for kids. <laughs> and the drum beat goes on towards the human race's inevitable destruction of itself. <laughs> God. And sooner or later, we're going to get a Marky Mark figure with a Transformers 4 release. <laughs> and you know it will be shit. I will pay top like... dollar for a Marky Mark in a Transformers Universe figure. They'll make it. They'll make his character, but it'll look nothing like him. <laughs> That's true. One eye will look the other way, one eye will look up. <laughs> What? No. <laughs> God, I love that movie. No, man, we're not. What? No. <laughs> love that movie. <laughs> Best acting ever. The like, happening, wow. people. The happening. It's like, wow, Mark, can you act like you give a shit? <laughs> can, you, can you at least pretend you give a shit? I want to know what but, the stage direction was for that read. <laughs> okay. <laughs> act like... 
she farted. And you have to deny it. <laughs> but hey, I mean, he's the perfect casting choice because as we all know, Marky Mark can, un- can outrun the wind. Did he, he can out- e- did he even fucking watch any of the Transformers movies? Was he on, like, Mars when they tried... When they were doing press about the movies, I want to know where the fuck he was when he thought this would be a good idea. <laughs> I don't know. He was making uh, contraband at the time. I'm guessing when they were doing that, he was making fucking Max Payne and 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 other shit, shitty movies that you probably never seen. That was a good choice, Max Payne. <laughs> Max Payne, contraband. That movie with Russell Crowe that nobody fucking saw. I mean, come I, on. What? Russell Crowe movie? Yeah, he did one recently. Um, what was it? Broken City. Yeah, Broken City. Oh, I never even heard of that. <laughs> See? <laughs> he did Ted, and I think that got him noticed, I think. Ted was awesome. Yeah, that was an okay movie. But yeah, I don't know why he would choose to do Transformers. I don't know. Maybe the paycheck was good. Anyway. <laughs> yes. That's about it. That's all the time we have for this uh, episode. All right. I'd like to. I'd like to go longer, but you know, the more I talk about this stuff, the more I think people are going to listen to this and go, "Fucking nerds." Fucking nerds. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You heard the man. Get out. Get the fucking get the fuck out of my office. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I've been Abdullah, and as always, Xavier. Thank you for having me on. And we'll do this another time. So, bye.